0: Coming up on The Potter's Touch.
1: The CEO of heaven the boss of the affairs of all of the world who sits on the circle of the earth and has all power in his hand, God. See, the problem with church people today, we embrace the understanding of church better than we do the understanding of God. We've got the cart in front of the horse. Crazy love will make a strong God go weak on the cross and humble himself to the death of the cross. He could have called 10,000 angels. He could have gotten out of it at any moment. He didn't die because he was weak he died because he was strong love is power
2: Welcome to the Potter's Touch. I'm Pastor Cora Jakes-Coleman. Love is the greatest gift that we can give one another. Our example is in God, who so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son. Today's message comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 11 through 13. Let's join my father as he shares the ultimate gift.
1: One of the signs of maturity is stability. It's how you know you're growing up. When you're stable, when you're consistent, when I can count on you, that's a sign of maturity. Not when you're here one day and there the next, I forgot to do it and I didn't do it. No, no, that's immaturity. Maturity Maturity is stable, it's steadfast, it's unmovable, it's predictable, it's regimented. You can count on it, you can build on it. That's why you can't build with wood that's not aged. It's, it's got too much water in it. It floats too much. You need something that's seasoned enough that it can withstand some things and not change its dimension, its seasoned. its settled. Since when I became a man, one of the factors of being a man is I put away childish things, 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 things the way that I speak, the way that I speak. Are you still talking like who you were? understanding has changed you can't help people that you're not willing to understand mm. go be quiet this morning Lord <laughs> he says I put, a, I put them away I, uh, God didn't take them away I put them away for the responsibility to mature rest on you God didn't go take it away from you break your fast get something to eat it ain't happening go on get your piece of chicken you might as well eat you hungry you're not gonna fast away a decision you have to make pray till your mouth is dry but you have a choice you're a free moral agent you have a will God will not make you love against your will it's a choice And it's amazing to me, it's amazing to me, 35 years of counseling people and pastoring people, it's amazing to me the people who will not change their heart to a heart of love. The Bible calls it the heart of stone. The cold-hearted way they interact with each other and and it fails them and they still keep doing it. That's what's amazing to me. It's not amazing to me that people are hateful. I got a hateful side too, I'll match you and raise you 20. What shocks me is not uh, the tenacity with which they, they are uh, acrimonious and they have accurate remarks at every turn. That's not what shocks me. What shocks me is that you keep failing at life because of it and yet keep doing it. That, that's what shocks me. That At some point in your life, you don't say to yourself, my attitude is not working. So even though I have built this up to defend myself, it has failed to protect me from myself. I must put away what Paul calls childish things. And then he said, now abide of faith, hope, and charity. I only read the one verse because the one verse epitomizes all the verses that preceded. The person who is caught up in the gifts is caught up in their faith. <laughs> the person who feels like they're going to get to heaven because they have given things to other people is caught up in giving hope. So the 13th verse epitomizes all verses that preceded: it. Faith, hope, and charity, and the greatest, the ultimate of the three is love. If you love right, it'll make you believe. Love will make you believe in something or someone that everybody else sees to believe in. Love will give you some faith. So Paul says, if you've got to pick one, I want you to have all three. But if you've got to pick one, the greatest of these is love. Because you can have faith and perform miracles and not be a loving person. You can give hope to people you hate and not want to be around them after you encourage it. (laughs) So it's not about just saying the right stuff. It's not about writing the check. Your responsibility is not over when you pay the rent. It's the hardest thing in the world, particularly to teach men because men feel like your expression of love is provision. So when you ask a man, do you love me? He'll say, I paid the rent, didn't I?" I? I hit something that time y'all to see i love you the lights came on didn't I? I mean i'm talking about the old school men now the new school men got a different problem they don't even pay the rent so that's a whole <laughs> so forgive me for being a little old school this morning i'm i'm gonna update the database in a minute to this spirit of entitlement that has taken over the next generation where you just think somebody else is supposed to pay the lights and you ought to just let it shine. Let it shine let it shine. That's a whole different problem altogether. The truth of the matter is, in our old Adamic nature, we have a tendency to be selfish. Until you address that, you can't change that. You 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 have to understand, particularly in this era that we live in now, we, we, we have a me generation. It's about me. That's why everything that requires unions are falling apart. Because Two selfish people get together and try to make a union and they can't even communicate. It's hard to even counsel people about marriage because you tell them to communicate and they start fussing. And the reason they start fussing rather than communicating, fussing is what you do when you're just waiting on me to shut up so you can get your point in because you're not interested in understanding what I said. So we never really have communication. We have turns at monologue. When John writes about it, He starts with God because God is the ultimate power for God if you don't if you don't get the first two words you lose everything else for God who is the ultimate power God the ruler of the universe the same one in the midst of the insanity that is pervasive in our society the CEO of heaven the boss of the affairs of all of the world who sits on the circle of the earth and has all power in his hand, God. See, the problem with church people today, we embrace the understanding of church better than we do the understanding of God. We've got the cart in front of the horse. It is not about church, it's about God. God, if you don't embrace the idea of God, then worship becomes laborious because you feel like you just got your hands in the air. If you don't sense the presence of God being there, you feel awkward in worship coming to church because you are more aware of the congregants than who we congregated about. Somebody say God. The one who sits in your passenger seat when it looks like you're driving to work by yourself. Somebody say God. The one who works on your behalf so that things work out for you even when you don't even understand how they're going to work. Somebody say God. The one who rules the universe and sits on the planets and controls the orbits all around the galaxy and still hears the whispering cry of a hungry child. Somebody say God. Absolute power absolute power he is the king of kings he is the lord of lords he is the ruler for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever and amen and amen and amen there's never been one before me there's never been one after me I alone am God beside me there is no other no comparable no competition no force to fight I alone am God God. i God. I make one high. I bring down another. I promote this one. I hold that one back. I am God. I can do whatever I want to do. Whenever I want to do it, I don't have to meet with you. I don't have to explain myself to you. You didn't elect me. You can't impeach me. I am God. He knows everything for God, the ultimate power. I chose John 3:16 because it is a repetition of ultimates, the ultimate power for God, so the ultimate degree. It's not just that he loved us. He so loved us. <laughs> It's one thing to be loved, and it's another thing to be so loved. The ultimate power, the ultimate degree, he so loved you. Everybody in here has a story that proves the word so there's something that you know about yourself that proved the degree to which God (laughs) so the reason you are sitting here this morning is because of the ultimate degree (laughs) he he so loved you i know you got a little name a little reputation people impressed with you but they don't know your real story not your real track they they don't know what makes you raise your hands or clap your hands or 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 lift your voice or shake your head it's not just that he loved you but that he so loved you hallelujah hey everybody i'm bishop t.d jakes and i greet you with the joy of the lord this christmas season i want to encourage you to give a gift that will continue to give back and encourage the entrepreneurs and business owners and leaders in your family that gift is my latest book soar SOAR addresses the prep, power, and planning for those who seek to soar in life, in business, and church leadership. Bless someone today and watch them soar to the next level." Oh, by the way, you wonder where I'm at? I'm standing in a a rendition of the bicycle shop from which the Wright Brothers built the first plane. It's small, it's plain, it's common, it's dusty, it's little, it's not much. Yeah, just like what you got to work with. It doesn't matter where you start, it matters where you finish. You might have to start small, but take flight. Love, the ultimate power. There's your power. That is a mystery behind his majesty the writer here give me just a minute the writer here says God so loved that was the power don't be so quick to look at what he did until you understand why he did it it is not just what, it's why. It's not just what, it's why. Say that. It's not just what, it's why. I want you to get that in your head. It's not just what, it's why. Say it to somebody else. It's not just what, it's why. That's that's a mystery to people, that's a mystery to God. That's a mystery with living with people and all of their funny ways and habits. It's not just what they do, it's understanding why. It's not just what God did, it's understanding why. This text tells you why he did it. God so loved the world. World. he so loved you that was the power behind what he did he so he so loved something from which he had nothing to gain from loving it he so loved somebody who was worshiping somebody else while he was loving them he so y'all don't want to talk to me god yeah, i ain't gonna love anybody that don't love me back if god did that you go to hell god sh- His power, his power is rooted in love. That was the power behind it. That was the power. That was the power behind the cross. That, that was the power behind the cross. It was that he saw love. The power was not Rome. It wasn't Caesar. No, 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 no. It wasn't Pilate. It was The power wasn't Pilate. It wasn't the nails. You mean to tell me the God who made the steel was nailed to the steel he made? Or the God who raised the tree that would be the cross was now bound to the cross? When he made the tree that the cross was made from, his footprints hollowed out the mountain that you call Calvary. The mountain didn't hold him. The nails didn't hold him. The cross didn't hold him. It was love love will hold oh god love will hold you to a cross it'll keep you getting up out the bed in the morning it'll keep you doing stuff it'll keep you standing there it's not that you are stupid it's that you so love it's not that you're crazy it's not that they trick you when you are held by love neither nails nor wood nor mountains held him to the cross but for the joy that was set before him when he saw you he stayed I wish I, I wish I could just dabble around in, in, in crazy love and make you look like a fool crazy cra- crazy love will, will make a strong God go weak on the cross and humble himself to the death of the cross he could have called 10,000 angels he could have gotten out of it at any moment all of the soldiers around him could have fallen dead they fell back at his voice when they came to arrest him they said are you Jesus he said I that speak am he and they fell back for dead he didn't die because because he was weak, he died because he was strong. Love is power. He so loved. That was the power. That was the power. That was the ultimate power. That's what's going to bring you through. That's what's going to bring your family through. That's what's gonna open doors for you. That's how you're gonna get the contracts closed. That's how you're gonna get favor in business. That's your secret weapon. That's your edge. It's not in how cunning or how bright or how smart you are. There are people smarter than you that are jobless and homeless right now. Your edge, your secret weapon emanates out of your heart and you may be hiding the very best part of you when you damn up the love and don't let it flow because love is power. Somebody say power. It is the ultimate power. It is the ultimate power through which he gave the ultimate gift. The ultimate gift. I listened to the president as he was eulogizing or talking about some soldier who had paid the ultimate price. That's what they call it, the ultimate price. Jesus gave the ultimate gift. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I got five children. I don't want to give up one. Not well, you think if you had five, you could spare one. Each one brings a different gift to the table. But this was his only begotten son. The ultimate gift and we've talked about it for 2,000 years and we still don't understand it, that when he gave his son, which was the ultimate gift, it was God making love to us. No, 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 You you think you know what making love is all about. But what you think is making love is only a shadow of which God is a reality. You, you think you're making love when you give your body one to another. You're close. But you don't get it yet. When God got ready to make love to his bride, he gave his body too, but on a cross. And it became the ultimate gift. The ultimate gift had to be opened up in order to be appreciated the ultimate gift The ultimate gift I didn't get it either till I read it in the book of Acts and when I read in the book of Acts when the Bible refers when Luke who wrote the book of Acts refers to the cross as his passion after his passion he showed himself alive with many infallible proofs suddenly I realized that I had never understood the cross because when I saw the cross I saw pain but when he saw the cross he saw passion Suddenly, I begin to understand that 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 his his misery was his ministry and, and and that his pain was an expression of his passion and that the ultimate gift was Calvary that when he gave his son he was giving his body to his bride this might be too heavy for Sunday morning it was the ultimate gift it is the ultimate gift because I'm still opening it I'm still unraveling it. after 35 years I'm still opening it and finding little nuances that I didn't understand I'm, I'm, it's still usable it's still relative it's still functional it's still life-changing it's still thirst quenching it's still mind-renewing it's still heart fixing after all of these years of being saved I'm still exploring new facets of this glory and its grace the same grace that got me through my adolescence it's helped me through my adulthood it's helping me through midlife it's not not just something you use over here and don't use over there. It'll help you with the healing of your body. It'll help you with how you do business. It'll help you with your attitude and your disposition. Can somebody say, I'm still opening it. I'm still opening it. Still opening it. His love, his mercy, his grace, his kindness, his compassion, his wisdom. I thank you, Lord, for the gift, the ultimate gift you gave me. Thank you, Lord, because it was such a great gift. It stopped me from doing stuff I would have done. It brought me back when I went too far. It guided me around witches and enemies and people I thought were my friends and found out they were trying to kill me. It fought for me when I couldn't fight for myself. It opened doors I couldn't even see. It is the ultimate gift. It's the ultimate. It's the ultimate. It is knowing him, receiving him, loving him. Having him is the ultimate gift. It is your secret weapon. When the enemy got ready to throw curses on you, the gift blocked the curse. When, 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 when your haters tried to destroy you, the gift stepped in between the hatred. When justice tried to kill you, the gift gave you mercy. It is the ultimate gift. Touch me people say, I'm gifted, I'm gifted, I'm gifted, I'm gifted, I'm gifted. I'm so loved, I'm gifted. I'm blessed with the gift. If I don't get anything else, not for birthdays, not for holidays, not for Christmas, don't worry about me. God's got me covered. I." Got got a gift that keeps opening up for me. I am rich in wisdom and understanding and patience and mercy. I am gifted. Anybody who gets me gets a double gift. Hallelujah to God. Yes, yes, yes. Hit somebody say, I'm gifted. Yeah, if I walk in a room, my presence is a gift because I am gifted. When he gave me Jesus, he made my presence count. He made my voice count. He made my life make a difference. He gave power to my walk. He put an unction in my step. He gave me the bounce back, come back, kid, reality in my life. I am still here because I got the ultimate gift. When the devil tried to kill me, he couldn't get through my gift. I have the ultimate.
2: I hope you enjoyed this transformational message from my father today. You may be doubting what you are worth. The bishop reminded us that our worth is established by God and he proved your value by sending his only begotten son to hang on a cross that you could receive eternal life. That is how much you are worth. So in the name of Jesus, take authority over every negative thought, take up your weapon, which is the word of God, and fulfill your God-given purpose in Christ Jesus. Now, we want to take a moment and thank those that have decided to join our global partner system. Through GPS, lives are being transformed by the gospel and humanitarian missions conducted at home and around the world. If you're looking for good ground to sow into, let me tell you, GPS is that ground. So go to tdjpartners.org and we will change lives together.
0: When waiting for your breakthrough, remember, Jesus
2: is your hope for tomorrow. Those
1: of you that are carrying depression, why are you carrying what I already carry? I carried your sorrow. I
0: took your whooping for you. For the gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive Bishop Jake's message for Unto Us on CD, as well as our fresh vision for 2018 calendar.
1: They said, are you Jesus? He said, I that speak am He and they fell back for dead. He didn't die because he was weak. He died because he was strong. Love is power.
0: And when your gift is $90 or more, you will receive the inspirational three-CD series, Your Hope for Tomorrow, The Miracles Still Happen DVD Series, and Calendar.
1: The enemy wouldn't be testing me if God wasn't about to bless me.
0: However, when your gift is $140 or more, you will receive Your Hope for Tomorrow, The Miracles Still Happen DVD Series, our Fresh Vision Calendar, and this significant Joshua 24 art display. For you, failure is not an option because Jesus is your hope for tomorrow.
1: During this time of year, we are reminded of how important it is to share God's love with others. And it can be in a small way, like a simple gift. Gifts are a way to say I love you and I care. Seeing a child's eyes light up when they open a new toy gives my heart great joy. So whether you are giving to a loved one or a stranger, know that your kindness and generosity is truly
0: You'll find that you are much broader, that you're much deeper, um, that you have more going for you than you think.
2: It's a wonderful opportunity to be able to speak to like-minded leaders who are all attempting to do the right thing and do do it well. So we can go to our congregation and be full so that we can give them more.
0: Make plans to take your leadership to the next level by registering at pastorsandleaders.org. We can't wait to see what God has in store for you in 2018.